What do you hate? What do you hate? What's the one thing you hate about Christmas? This is a special Christmas edition of the Accidental Tomatoes Podcast. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another brand new episode of the Accidental Tomatoes podcast. Uh, I'm Joe Webb. And I'm Brandon Wood. And we are, uh, as always, um, seeking to connect with all you spiritual exiles out there, you folks who are trying to look for faith beyond the confines of institutional religion. And um, man, I, I kind of want to do it. I kind of want to intro this in the, in the um, like schoolhouse um special after school yeah, special voice. You should. Today, you should. today, a very special edition of the Accidental <laughs> Tomatoes podcast. Because <laughs> we're having we're having some fun with this episode. Right? I know. This is this is not spiritually deep. <laughs> <laughs> this this well, one, this will not change your life. I don't it might. It might, you know. I don't know. It, it could be so shallow <laughs> that it's deep. Like yeah, it could be yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of <laughs> So um yeah, so for this for this episode, um we are our content team from the Accidental Tomatoes website, um, which uh in addition to um Brandon and I includes um Brad Davis, Jenny Williams, and Heather Moore, decided to take a crack at um what we hate most yes. about Christmas or what we like least about Christmas. Um, and so, you know, um, I, th- I think our appropriate title is have yourself a snarky little Christmas. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we, um, we, we, we had some fun with this one, um, talking to everybody about the, the just yeah. those little pet peeves that we have. Yeah. Um, around the holidays. And so, so Brandon, you and I kind of had to sort it because, you know, you come from a, a, a different sort of religious tradition, um, that, that is not as, um, liturgical, I guess, not as, uh, as some of the rest of us. And so, um, so yeah, we, um, we can feel comfortable releasing a Christmas episode after Christmas day. Um, because in, in a lot of the mainline traditions, anyhow, um, it's still Christmas, right? So, uh, this episode drops on December the 27th and it's, it's Christmas time, um, until epiphany. So, you know, we're right in the middle of those 12 days of Christmas. The first time I was a part of a church that followed this, uh, this calendar, uh, this Sunday after Christmas, they popped into a Christmas carol and I'm looking around like, and I knew the worship director and I'm like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> it's what Christmas in the is world? Over, right? And I remember going up to the the pastor and and my buddy, the worship director, and I'm like, guys, explain this to me. And they're like, dude, it's still Christmas. I'm like, no, Christmas was last week. We are done. And um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, yeah, my wife and I um love Christmas, and we never put the Christmas movies away. So we watch Christmas movies, Christmas music all year round. But, um, so when we heard that, we we're like, well, great. It gives us an excuse to, <laughs> to yeah, listen to more yeah. Christmas music and watch more movies. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, our, our, our friend Brad Davis is going to unpack a little bit more of that, um, as we get in to the episode, but, um, this was so much fun and yeah. I, I'm just, um, I'm really, really excited, uh, to, to release this episode and let folks kind of get a, a, a look behind the curtain, I guess, uh, yes. of the, of the accidental tomatoes podcast and, and content team. Yeah. And there's a nice little one episode only jingle that we created. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which you've already yeah, heard so, now. And then, you know, we'll be at the end. 
but yeah yeah um, yeah we had a i think joe i think we had a blast doing this so uh we, we yeah. did yeah i think it i think the listener will be able to see the personalities more of uh the the content team <laughs> probably way more than any of them want to know about us yeah. but uh, but but there you have it well let's uh let's get to it um have yourself a snarky little christmas y'all All right, so our uh, our our first segment here in this um, what I hate about Christmas uh, episode is um, I I don't know you guys this uh, Jenny and Brandon you guys have been talking about um, a lot of stuff but you've got a lot of similarities in the things that you hate about Christmas so you guys decided you're gonna kind of tag team this thing right so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know which, yeah. whichever one of you wants to. To start, let's let's hear let's hear the yeah. Brandon and Jenny Christmas snark in all of its glory. We were chatting, and and you know, our, our probably thing that we hate the most is like there's just some awful Christmas music. But before I get into how bad there are some of uh, that we hate of Christmas music, I do have to say I love Oh Holy Night. Um, has a very special place in my heart. When I was a wee lad, when we had to walk up and down a hill to get to school, it took us two hours, no shoes, in the snow. And in the mud, sitting on my grandma's lap, the fireplace crackling, um, you know, old St. Nick climbing on the rooftops. The first time I ever heard, heard Oh Holy Night. I got I to gotta admit, that was the moment I fell in love with music and knew I needed to do it the rest of my life. Brandon, yeah. seriously? Yeah. Brandon, yeah. listen. Not I really, but yes. <laughs> hate Oh Holy Night. No, no. <laughs> With a passion, I no. hate the holy night. Now, look, I don't like. I can't even hear the words to a holy night. Okay, I, I like. I can't. I'm. I don't. I could not tell you what the words are to holy night because when people perform mm. "Oh Holy Night," I'm going to say the percentage of the time that it's beautiful is like one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like well. like one percent of the time because it's too high. Like it's too high for everyone. And if someone is not a singer, like a, a professional singer who understands um, like range key. and key that you have to put it <laughs> in. Yeah. Key. Right. That uh, it's just, it, it's, it's too high for everyone. And so I spend the whole song, like obviously as a pastor, I have led many, 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 many Christmas Eve services, right? And many Christmas Eves where it's multiple services a night. And when someone is coming in and they're going to sing Holy Night, I'm like, oh crap, for real? <laughs> because I sit in the midst of Oh Holy Night and wonder, like I know the melody, right? I and wonder. I wonder, I sit there in anguish, like my palms are sweating and like I've got my fists clenched. I'm like, are they going to make it? Are they going to make it? Are they going to like, like the end where it goes, oh, night divine and divine is really, really high. Yes, I'm yes. Seeing, like my heart is beating faster, right? Not out of excitement, but out of, are they going to hit that note? And how terrible is it going to be if they don't? And some people like there's the, oh, night divine. But then like, if you've got a soprano up there mm -hmm. who is just super confident in their abilities that they try to go for the even higher note on vine. Right. And it's just, it's, I, I can't. I can't, I can't <laughs> with a holy night. I can't. There's, there's, there's one person in the world who I love. There are some people that I like, but there's one person that I, in the world that I love to hear sing. Oh, holy night. And it's my friend, Abe. He has such a rich voice and nice. he can do it. 
So That's I good. love it when Abe comes in at Christmas Eve and sings a holy night, but otherwise I, I just can't, I seriously can't stand yeah, it. Yeah. I, I was going to say like, what, when somebody with a really good, rich baritone voice sings yeah, that yeah. song and and the high parts might stretch them to a tenor, you know, I like that arrangement, but I'm, I'm with you on that too. Like I've sat in multiple church services where, and it, it like it, it's a beautiful song, but it is so rarely sung well. Yeah. But see, I don't even know if it's a beautiful song. I don't like I go <laughs> it's, into it's like anxiety yeah. tr- Christmas Eve trauma mode yeah, when yeah. I hear the first note. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I I obviously was joking in the beginning because I'm a, a. I guess a millennial, whatever I am, and we we had shoes and cars. Wait, and, did you just admit you're a millennial? I don't know what I am, this Joe. Is a, this it's is a ongoing, running gag. I have no. Cl- I don't know who I am, which I guess is a millennial <laughs> problem. Um, I, uh, I actually like the song, but I 100% agree with you, Jenny. Um, I have heard it butchered, uh, and people start the verse in their key not with the end in mind and and for sure Ann and i had the same thing when we would run church services and, and spe- the christmas services it was just like oh and it was always the lady that had the awful vibrato that could yeah, yeah. that would want to do it so divine was like off key and so that old school vibrato shit oh it was just it makes me cringe <laughs> i will tell you the one song i absolutely hate and i've seen on facebook as of late it's it it stirred up controversy uh but in our household we do not play this song. Um, Anna has got multiple requests to sing it when we're playing Christmas music, and we flat out deny. We re- we reject the the request, even if they're like handing us a hundred dollar bill. We say, "Take your money. We don't want this crap." Mary, did you know? Cannot stand it. Now listen, I don't even care about the lyrical stuff. Like all the argument is about lyrical content. Like, well, did she know? Well, oh, yeah, Luke won. She did know. I could care less. The music just sucks. Like it is the worst. <laughs> I listened to it this morning and Anna came, Anna, uh, when she woke up, she heard me playing it uh, and from my office and she's like, what are you listening to? I'm like, it's, it's for research. It's for, I haven't listened to it for a long time. I need to go back to and listen to it. And again, like the first note, I'm like, good God. Like, you know, when there's a song and you want to invoke emotion, they were like, let's put that on steroids. Let's, let's just like, let's make people, um, you know, like, it's like Christmas shoes on steroids, right? Like they're trying to make oh you cry. God. And they're now I like Christmas shoes, I have to admit, which is really bad of me. Um, and it gets mad at me all the time. But it's like, yeah, I just I hate I hate Mary, did you know? Um uh the best thing I ever heard is that it's the, it's a mansplaining <laughs> to Mary if she knew or not, and all the stuff oh, that she's supposed sure. to know. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because like you said, I mean, I before I go into content, which I do want to talk about obviously as a female um um, the the i'm gonna get a lot of hate for this and i know i'm gonna get hate for this but like i scroll so fast past when somebody posts the pentatonics video of mary (laughs) did you i can't scroll fast enough past that but the content yes i mean we need to linger there okay okay because mary Mary obviously knows. I mean, Mary knows the whole deal, right? The angel comes to her and is like, your son is going to do this in the world. So there's there's no way Mary doesn't know. Maybe Mary doubted. Okay, Mary was human, right? So maybe she doubted at some point, but she knew. I mean, she freaking knew, right? And, <laughs> and then, you know, she, so the later in chapter one, right? After she's visited with Elizabeth, she sings this beautiful song called the Magnificat 
And it's talking about God's mercy on her as a nobody. And it talks about, you know, how she was picked for this. And she's so, she's like actually grateful for this thing that could really screw up her life and um, sings of just God's beauty and sings of revolution, right? Like the, those on their thrones are going to be brought low. Um, People who are proud, like screw them. They're going to be screwed over. Right. And like, God's going to fill the hungry and bring good things and send away the people who won't share their stuff. Right. The, The Magnificat, it means like it's the, the Latin word for magnify my soul magnifies the Lord. And my good friend is a professor at, um, uh, Phillips Theological Seminary in Oklahoma. Her name is Sarah Brubaker. She calls Mary, did you know, the mansplainicot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Love that's it. perfect. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it originated with her, but man, I mean, mansplainicot just does the whole thing. Yeah. Um, now, did you guys grow up uh, with Mark Lowry being a, a pivotal uh, artist in your repertoire that you listen to? Okay. No, For no, those who don't know, Mark Lowry is the one who wrote it. This and is the great evangelical divide, right? Like, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, know who Mark Lowry is. I don't. Yeah, think. he uh, he was a comedian, and he also sang with the Gaither Band. I I think I don't even really know, but um, I didn't realize. He, I just assumed he he was a you know how Christian music they just record everyone's each other's songs, uh, especially Christmas stuff. But uh, no, he wrote it, and I didn't realize that. Um, I do have to say to tie Oh Holy Night and Mary Did You Know together. This was done with uh, very strenuous research this morning uh, to the point where I almost hurt myself and my brain almost exploded. But I will say St. Celine Dion, the all-time vocalist, dare, dare I say saint? Can I, can I, call, her, can I call her a knight? I don't, I don't know, but she has some title. Um, never has not been recorded singing Mary Did You Know. Give it up for Celine Dion. Thank you, Celine. Right. You're still yes. my favorite. She did, however, sing Oh Holy Night and kicks its butt. So, Jenny, you need Fair. to listen to that, that version. Speaking of content, lyrical content, can I tell you two carols that I absolutely hate? And yeah. this will stir up yeah. controversy with the Axel Tomatoes community. It might even <laughs> divide people. They might go to the non-Axel Tomatoes podcast. You know, I don't know. <laughs> two pet peeves of mine for anyone that's had kids. Um... Number one, away in a manger. The lyric is, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Are you kidding me? No <laughs> crying he makes? Has anyone had a baby where they didn't cry and they slept through the whole entire night when they're like an infant or a newborn? No. Can't stand that. I love the song. But every time we get to that, actually, I changed the lyrics to, yes, he cried. He's an effing baby. <laughs> like I'll whisper it every time we sing it. And the other pet peeve is Silent Night. I love the song, but all is calm. Are you, again, are you serious? All is calm? No, yeah. it's not calm. It's, it's a chaotic mess of like just liquids and body part, you know, like blood and stuff. And then like, then like you're supposed to sleep and pretend like none of that even happened. And, and like, <laughs> like this like crazy thing that is birth. And then add on top of it, like the whole story and like, Come on, all is not calm. That's my rant. Christmas music, there's some great of it, but there is some really bad Christmas music out there. Well, yeah, I and I've got something to go with Silent Night. Okay, so right, if you're if you're in a service, a Christmas Eve service, which no, I'll stop there because that that's <laughs> like too much hate. I can't even okay. So you're in a Christmas Eve service and you're at the very, very end, right? And that's when you sing Silent Night. 
right? Mm -hmm. And you either like circle the sanctuary or go outside and circle, or um, there's just sort of this, this emotional feeling that you go into the service knowing that you're going to have. And what do you do? What do you do when you sing Silent Night at the end of the service? What do you do? You have, you have something in your hand. What do you have in you your hand? Like, you have a candle. You light a candle. You've got the candles, right? <laughs> yeah, with hot what? wax melting all over little Timmy's hands. Right. And like I'm good with that. Like Timmy, make your little thing in your hands, have your wax ball. Like I'm I'm good with that part. It's preparing the candles. Preparing the candles is a huge pet peeve of mine as a pastor. So in the last few years, I've gotten a youth to do it because I just like <laughs> I do. I, I have them come in and they have service hours and they prepare all the candles and they stick them in the big basket because like I, I can't in good conscience because of waste, like throw those candles away and not use them again the next year. Right. So you have to like, you have to let the candles cool down. No big deal. Cause everybody wants to go home and do Christmas. Right. Um, but then um, we just put them in a box like Christmas is done. We're, we're Christmas Eve is done. We're moving on to the next thing. Right. And uh, so all those candles sit in a box all year during st in storage. And then when you bring them out again the next year, you have to go through and see which candles are broken, which ones are really too short to use, like with the little ring that goes around the candle or the little like um, plastic cup, upside down cup that goes around the candle. Like which ones are really too messed up? Like, is there is there a a cup that maybe just has like a drip of old wax on it and you can scrape that off right or are there cups that are really wow that yeah we can't really use that one again so <laughs> you have to go through all the candles so your hands get super nasty yeah. right from touching all of those candles okay fine you can wash it off whatever um but it's such a pain to have to go through those candles one by one find out which can be used find out which wicks aren't going to work um, especially if you're in a larger congregation, like putting all those little thingies on the bottom, putting them in a basket in a way that people can easily grab them, right? Even pre-COVID, like you can't just like throw them all in a basket. You have to have them arranged so that somebody can pick up one of those candles easily. So <laughs> I, I hate preparing. Well, maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I got issues, but <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to be hospitable for people, right? Um so I, I don't like preparing the candles. One time I was in a church and it was my first Christmas Eve at that church, um, brand new. And I had the flu really bad. This was many years ago, really bad during um, Advent. And so, I mean, I was, I was barely going to make it through this Christmas Eve service. And so it's like the day before Christmas Eve, I'd been so sick. I hadn't been able to find the candles. I didn't know where they were in the church. You know, everybody has these like little hidey holes that people who've been in the congregation for a thousand years know exactly where things are. But like, I hadn't found them and I was sick and it was like last minute. And I was, you know, I couldn't find these candles. And so I was like, we're, we're just going to do Christmas Eve without the candles. Oh my God, it's <laughs> I got to Wait. stay at that church, right? Hold on. You did yes. Christmas Eve without the candles? We did Christmas Eve and Silent Night at the end without the candles. Oh, oh, that hurts. That hurts Can Santa Claus even come if you do that? <laughs> Let me tell you what someone said to me. Let me tell you what I someone said. I bet you said. got a lot of flag for that. <laughs> it oh. was, some people were very nice. They knew that I was sick, but one person was like, I can't believe we didn't have candles. How are we supposed to take the light of Christ into the world? <laughs> No. And I was like, no. um, let me count the ways that we are supposed to take the light of Christ into the world. And they do not involve paraffin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, That's um, hilarious. 
like feeding people, <laughs> right? Like, um, nope, trying to examine racism within ourselves. We need to examine ourselves, you know. I need Christmas <laughs> wax under my fingernails if I'm going to serve the world. <laughs> like, you, you, wow. That's I, I so just, funny. do you got, how do you, how do you light them? Do they come up to the, you or the, or whatever, who's in like, get the, or is it, is one candle like on each end lit and then they, they light them themselves. Yeah. So like for us, we have like uh, somebody go down the center aisle and you light the the outside person in each row, each pew, and then they, they send it down the aisle. But see, that's another pastor pet peeve because someone in the church is like, you, you all are going to get wax all over the pews and the floor, right? That's what I was going to say. Gonna get so like, there's this whole thing and you have to interrupt the flow of the Christmas yes, Eve service. And explain this whole thing. How to light the candle. If you right? have the flame, don't turn it sideways. The person exactly. that had the flame, turn it sideways. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. a facilities director and I was going to, and I just, I just, you said that and I have to add more to my list. Um, I hate, <laughs> that's a pet peeve because I had to clean up that freaking wax every Christmas. <laughs> and the other thing I hate Glitter. Who <laughs> the oh, hell glitter, invented? Glitter is the herpes of arts and crafts. <laughs> I kid you not. I had it a spread. It is uncontrollably. You can't clean and it. You can never completely get rid of it. It's always there. So the Sunday after, or the the Monday after Christmas, I'm cleaning the sanctuary. Hot wax all over the or wax all over the the floor, and then kid you not, one chair and the we had those cloth chairs, right? Someone wore a glittered sweater and sat in that chair the outline of the person was on the chair i could not get it off i like every day for like a month i tried to vacuum it, it glitter is the worst i may or christmas may songs have, and glitter and and i candles. may or may not have just peed a little bit <laughs> <that story. laughs> And I and I think I could I could by the outline I think I know oh, who wow. it was. <laughs> so so that's what you guys hate about Christmas, right? <laughs> I mean, oh man! If you come at me with Mary, no. did you know? Don't be upset if I run away. If you go, I guess if you go to Jenny with Mary with the Holy Night, don't be upset if she runs away or maybe even like smacks the phone out of your like. Did you see this pentatonics and she slaps the phone out of your hand? Don't don't be offended. We we just we laid it out for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you know. I mean. Before we could say accidental tomatoes, did you know? And now we can say that they, they all know where we are on this, Brandon. Yeah, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> y'all, y'all have, have born, you've bared your hearts and souls to the people. I feel like I just had a therapy the, session. I feel the, I feel the level of vulnerability here is off the chart, y'all. So. <laughs> you feel like you had a therapy session. And well, I'm wondering if I'm going to get fired. Well, <laughs> 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 That's the fun part about not being in ministry. I can say whatever I want to now. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> oh, that man. was good. good. That was good. good stuff. So, uh, so Brad Davis, um, as as we roll on with the um, with the holiday snark, <laughs> tell us um, what what you hate about Christmas. What's your least favorite thing about? <laughs> Christmas. What what's your rant for the day? What's up, y'all? How are you today, hey, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Well played, sir. <laughs> that, that, that is that that is my rant for the day. Is the um, you know, 
Well, as as most of y'all know, I, I am from cold country, so I am not uh, opposed to uh, giving out lumps of coal in people's <laughs> stockings for, for Christmas. That's an easy. That's an easy commodity for you to come yeah, by. That, that's there. an easy commodity for me to come by, and it comes naturally. Hey, Brad. Um, hey, Brad. I'm going to need you to give me like a wink when you're going to drop a one liner like that. I am a skewed coffee. <laughs> I'm going to spew coffee all over my computer. I'm going to need you to give me a wink or something to set me up. That you're I, I will try to keep that in mind. It's, I'm making a mental note. <laughs> so, so yeah, so so I, I'm handing out my annual lumps of coal. Okay. Right. And, and, and here, everyone who says Merry Christmas before Christmas season. <laughs> okay. A lump of coal. I get a lump of coal. I do it all the time. Right. Yes. Brandon come? is my first uh, <laughs> stocking stuffer of the season. Yes. Are, are you are you a liturgical elitist? Is that what you're saying? I am to tell a us? liturgical elitist. I am a liturgical <laughs> extremist. <laughs> a liturgical purist. Yes. So, all of the above. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that's another one of my pet peeves is this, you know, the, the whole fall war on christmas right uh you know where uh, this there's a certain circle of our siblings in christ who feel like if you don't say merry christmas but happy holidays or whatever the case may be that uh you're being persecuted that the faith is being persecuted right so but 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 my thing is it forget the war on christmas stop the war on advent Yes. Stop the war on Advent. That's a rally. That's a rally cry. I see the sign. Yes. Let's hit the snare drum. Yes. Stop. Stop saying Merry Christmas and stop singing Christmas hymns before sundown on Christmas Eve. Stop it. (laughs) Wait. What? Are you Are you being Scrooge right now? (laughs) No. I'm being a liturgical purist, Brandon. So can you can you do hymns after Christmas during whatever you guys call the after Christmas part? I'm sorry, Christmas. say it again. I, I missed it. <laughs> Wait, say so, that again. I missed the question. So I'm you sorry. call so what is it called the day the day of Christmas and then after there's a season? What do you guys call that? It, it is it is the twelve days of Christmas, and that's when that's when you, Brad, Mister Scrooge Bah Humbug, uh, ah, purist, humbug, yes, is saying that's the only time in that twelve days. Our Christmas hymns, and you can say "Merry Christmas." Indeed. Wow. Okay. Yep. I'm learning. Something. And it starts. It starts on sundown, Christmas Eve. Okay. All right. Which is which is when Advent officially flows into the Christmas season, the twelve days of Christmas. Right. Then you have Christmas Day all the way up to Epiphany to say "Merry Christmas" and say <laughs> and sing all the Christmas hymns that you want. Wow. Yeah. You, the, the sad thing for for anybody who, who's ever had to do worship planning during Advent oh. is that there's like two songs. <laughs> there, there is not a wealth of Advent specific music um, to draw from. <laughs> well, actually, there is, but they're just not familiar to, right. well, to most true. folks. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Charles we Wesley pl- did not write like a whole volume. Of um, no of Advent hymns to be sung, you know. Maybe and, that's 
maybe that's something that we can advocate for. Yeah, Joe, with some new, some new updated Advent. You know, I'm already, yeah. I'm already hearing one. I, I think it go like this. I think the song would be, uh, "I'm waiting till I can say." I'm waiting until I can say, but the, like the whole the audience, you don't say Merry Christmas. You yes. Leave the space. I'm waiting to say, I'm waiting to, you know, there we go. I just wrote an Advent That's song. That's perfect, man. And that, that captures the spirit of Advent, the, the season of waiting, right? Oh, yeah. Expectant okay. waiting on the coming of being able to say Merry Christmas. I love it. I yes. love it. That's that's a legit beef you've got there, man. It really yeah. is. <laughs> Brad, I feel like this has been bottling, bottling up for years, and now you finally get to let out your frustration. Or are you the person when you're buying, you know, the gifts from Walmart or wherever, and the cat, the register, or you know, whoever says Merry Christmas, will you say it back, or do you walk away and don't say anything, or do you rebut it with like, I don't you know, do you say Merry Christmas back when someone says it to you? No, I say have a pittant advent. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, man. Oh, man. So Brad, you're the best. <laughs> this is perfect. Hey, and then I'll follow that up with Wu-Tang is for the children. <laughs> <laughs> Does Wu-Tang Clan have an advent song? No, but I mean, they should. They, they should. really should. Oh, man, they yeah. totally should. <laughs> well, I guess in, in all fairness, they, they kind of do, actually, because if because, you know, uh, a big part of Advent is the story of John the Baptist. And we all know how John the Baptist story ends. So protect your neck <laughs> would be the perfect <laughs> Advent song from Wu-Tang. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. This is so good. <laughs> wow. Brad, All right. I, I, Brad, I'm bummed. Well, no, technically I have four days. Four days? Three days? I'm going to text you Merry Christmas like crazy until it's Christmas. <laughs> have a, a pet in an advent. <laughs> oh, shoot. Man, so is that is that all your beef or do you have any extras? Uh, no, that's, that's for this year. Anyway, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you got, you yeah. got some extra coal for, for our buddy Joe Manson's stocking. Oh right? man. I've got, yeah. I, I've got a whole coal camp coal bin full of coal. Yeah. That's, uh, for, that's for, maybe a for whole Mr. other Joe <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yeah. All we, right. we, we may want to plan on doing that one. Yeah. Yeah. I got some things to say. <laughs> <laughs> That, oh man! That, uh, we were talking. We need to do a, a thing for the Patreon and, and do it uh, an episode episode saying "Gots to get this off my chest." Or what, was that the title or something like that? Or no, I got some things to say, and then let one guest just go on their rants for what they need to get off their chest. Yeah. So we'll we'll do that with you, Brad. We'll we'll do one about U.S. Senator yeah. Joe Manchin. Yes, because because because. Um, our esteemed Senator Joe Manchin is definitely not for the children. Apparently. Well played. Well played. Yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta chime in my two cents. Um, my, my thing that I like least about Christmas or hate most about Christmas. Yeah. Joe, what is yours? Inflatable lawn decorations. <laughs> what the heck is with these giant balloons 
<laughs> in people's yards. Like, are you setting up a car lot? What are you trying to sell me <laughs> with these? Like, I, you know, I, I'm I'm no Clark Griswold, man. Like, I, you know, you don't have to decorate every inch of your house. <laughs> but those gaudy, big, inflatable, like, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it feels like. It feels like a cop out on on decorating. Honestly, like, I'm not going to bother <laughs> to go, you know, string up any lights along the eaves or or put lights in the trees in my front yard. Or I'm just going to, you know, hook a fan up to this balloon and call it Christmas. I'm like, what? What the heck is it? Plus, they're just they're so obnoxious. They're <laughs> like you're driving down the street and you got. Frosty the snowman waving to you. We got neighbors over here that have like a a Santa, an inflatable Santa in an outhouse. Merry freaking Christmas, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> have a penitent advent. <laughs> yes. What the heck is Santa in an outhouse? Santa's taking a dump. That's the best way to celebrate Christmas. Man, man. I mean, I know Santa's human like all the rest of us and, you know, has all those bodily needs. But do we have to put that out in our front yard? That's for great, for the point. Advent pre Christmas season, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I, I will. I will come back to you one for one thing, Joe. I think the inflatable Christmas decorations are not the laziest. They're close. The laziest. Have you seen this? It's like the the can light that you put in front of your house that shoots like the oh, fake yeah. light, the, like the, the laser screen. light. Thing. Yeah, the screen yeah. on your. So those combined are. The laziest yeah. of lazy. You know whose houses I see those on? The people with the inflatables. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. They you're right. they aluminum. They illuminate them with those, you know, yeah. fake laser lights or whatever. The the people who start saying Merry Christmas the day after Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're the worst. We have there's so it, in my neighborhood me. there's a house that's got. They probably have 20 of these things. They've got like their house sits way back from the street. And so they fill the entire space from their house oh, to the street wow. with these inflatables. And there's, like I say, there's at least 20 of them out there. And I drove by one day and all of them are, you know, and that's the other thing. Yeah. When those things aren't inflated, the carnage yeah. in your front yard. I, that's that's when I really hate them. They look so dumb yeah. when they're not. And so I drive by this house and they've got like, this like tin soldier ornament that's not an inflatable, you know, it's just <laughs> one of those like molded things and it's standing there <laughs> and, there's, and there's all of these deflated <laughs> other things. And I'm like, Oh, this is like the moment you realize you've lost the war on Christmas is when the battlefield carnage is laid out before. <laughs> Poor Rudolph. Oh yeah. man. It's awful. So yeah, no thanks on the inflatables. No thanks. Well, all right. Well, yeah. Joe, next year I know what I'm buying you for Christmas. I I can see it coming. I I expect a large package and uh and a little extra for my electric bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to keep yeah. those fans running <laughs> all throughout Advent. <laughs> no, no. I'm just going to dress up like Santa and build an outhouse and come take a dump in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be preferable to yeah. the inflatable. Yeah. Hey, would, take would that, video of that, Joe. Yeah, would that be a permanent advent yeah. if I did so? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah. And then my also, I want to say, hey, Brad, Merry Christmas. 
have a pen and advent brandy. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Although I guess this is airing after Christmas Day, so I suppose I could say Merry Christmas back. So, oh, Merry you know, Christmas, Brad. Oh, was that a was Brad, that a preemptive Merry Christmas? Oh, that's a, yeah, yeah, that was a preemptive. Because we're Merry recording so prior to Christmas, but we're releasing after. That's so, the only yeah. time yes. you, Brad, allow yourself to say Merry Christmas is knowing the podcast will air after Christmas. Correct. Yes. Wow, man, my wow. heart is touched. I feel. Thank you, Brad. That meant a lot. <laughs> Nice. Very good. Very good. I, I, I was just spreading Christmas cheer. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Preemptively. Preemptively. Is that provenient cheer? Is that yes? <laughs> yes. In, inside, I love joke, it. inside joke for all the Methodists in the audience there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas that comes before. Yes. <laughs> All right, Heather Moore, writer extraordinaire in the Accidental Tomatoes studio to tell us, what do you hate about Christmas, Heather? Oh, oh man. (laughs) There's so much. There's so much. I I, I mean. Wait, I need a drink. (laughs) Yeah, you need a drink. We talked about in the chat, Mary, did you know? Um, I mean, aside from the like paternalism of all that, um, the icicle lights that are so bright blue, you can't actually look at them. Icicle lights. Yep. Yep. Uh, Oh man. um, The unviewable LEDs. The unviewable. You're like, oh, how do you even put this up? I don't, I don't understand. Um, the inflatable yard guys that, that you can yep, like yep. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> punch them, them and then they'll them. just come right back. Uh, what yep. else? Oh, oh, right. Um, well, the Christmas shoes song, oh. we talked about that. <laughs> Brandon's heart hurts. I kind of like Brandon, that song, but I get me the time. you, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> It is it is pretty sappy and pretty awful, but I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I'm with you. Sap. The terrifying tree toppers on the Christmas trees. Especially so those I, vintage ones that are for sure fire hazards. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or look at like like if they fell over, it could impale you. Or, yeah. We used to yeah, when I was growing up, we had this really tall, long I don't even know what it was. Like I it was just some kind of a like a finial, you know, this long pointy thing that Mm -hmm. man if that thing came falling off of there it was going to put an eye out for sure (laughs) murder you with its creepy angel hands or you know hmm what else oh right this um i'm gonna get some uh blowback from uh being a heretic here but the live reenactment of the nativity stuff. <laughs> yes. Do it, tell. Yes. Do tell. I can't, Please dive into I can't that. do it because everybody believes that theirs is the best. And it's always like, I literally could show up at a farm and do this. And you're like charging for entrance here. And you're telling people and saving their souls for Jesus, who's the baby here, who doesn't want to be here because it's really a cabbage patch kid. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest, like I don't want to go to a live nativity. I would rather drive around and look at the shitty Christmas lights people have put up and enjoy that. Would would you rather look at icicle lights than go to a live nativity? And and lawn and uh, lawn de- uh, lawn uh, or uh, inflatable lawn decorations? <laughs> you know, I would probably say yes. 
in my hometown they had this one house that would like sync up a radio station with their lights and i'm not saying it was always perfect but it was way more entertaining than watching a donkey poop right next to you know baby jesus so just keeping it real we're just keeping you it know, real here you know just the really live nature of it I, i'm sure somewhere there is a live nativity using an inflatable <laughs> barn decorated mm. with led icicle lights yes <laughs> around the edge. probably and they're probably wondering if mary knew <laughs> yep you know did did she know about the lamb yeah oh, well, baby jesus buys christmas shoes <laughs> <laughs> oh man baby jesus oh, would for wow. sure wear red slippers red red ruby slippers there's no place like home <laughs> no place like home oh wow oh. I, love, I love that you have a, a full list it's, it's so there's it's so there's you. so much she came loaded too. I know. there was like boom we're, boom <laughs> we're just getting started oh um one thing that i love is heretical Christmas music. Um, have you ever heard Katie Thompson's I Like Christmas for the Food? Mm-mm. No. Oh, it's it's a gem. Um, I highly recommend you listen to it. Um, she talks about her love of corn on the cob and um, the sticky bun and all of the different foods that remind her of Christmas. And how she doesn't have to go to the Christmas service because it's too late and people are sleeping in it anyway. I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Nice. Um, what else do I dislike? What else when, do you dislike, Heather? <laughs> when churches give small children live fire on Christmas Eve and then expect them to do anything but catch things on fire. Oh, man. I remember... When my kids were little, you know, and they had the church we went to had the little paper things that go around the bottom of the candle oh. that have many gaps in them through uh-huh. which hot wax can flow. Mm-hmm. And my youngest daughter, every year after year after year, <laughs> burned her fingers with hot wax because, I, you know, <laughs> and like, no it's fail. not bad like that. You know, thankfully, you know, by the time wax rolls down a candle it's not going to like give you third degree burns or anything, but for a six year old, that's painful and scary and messy. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. It it looks like one of those, uh, have you ever seen those ear candles? (laughs) It does. (laughs) That people like put a plate on. It looks like that if you just turn it sideways and I'm just so worried that one of those kids is going to stick it in their ear. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sweaters i love sweaters i'm wearing one right now but i think we went too hard in the the kitschy sweater bit and um i don't know where it stops right like at what point does it stop becoming ironic and you're just wearing it because you like bad sweaters i'm okay with just wearing bad sweaters but i i don't like the confusion because i have to be like do you mean that seriously or ironically or where am i right now Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a whole social zone. You've got to learn to navigate, right? Yeah. It's a whole dilemma. Like, do I fist bump you for your terrible sweater at the work party? Or do I like, do I say, oh, great, great, great sweater. Um, Hmm. I don't know what you want to make of all of that, (laughs) but I'll I'll stop there. (laughs) 
Oh, the last thing that I'll add, just because it literally popped in my head, but I feel like it's worth saying, is the lovely family encounters where you get both complimented and shamed at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, here's here's a gift for your favorite um, like restaurant that's nice and healthy so you can slim down in the new year. And you're like, Deborah, I'm not trying to lose weight. <laughs> I'm comfortable with my body. Oh man. Okay. I'll stop. Here's I, a Peloton, honey. Right? <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh man, I start that controversy all up again. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's so much Good stuff. Well, Heather, Good um you, do you feel better or do you feel like was it was pretty good party? Oh, yeah. was it yeah. okay. I wasn't sure if like maybe as you were going, you have another list, like more lists that keep, you know, keep popping. I mean, there's probably a Christmas trauma list under there somewhere, but um, we're not getting there today. So <laughs> that's a whole nother. We're just going to cut it there. <laughs> Welcome to Love the it. accidental tomatoes yeah. therapy session for <laughs> therapy session for Christmas exiles. Yeah. Well, Heather, thanks for, uh, for, for sharing your heart with us and for, you know, digging up those deep emotions. And, um, <laughs> we, we always, we always love us some, some Heather Moore snark in the accidental tomato studio. We don't get enough of it here. So. Be sure to donate to orphan children who need red Christmas slippers this season. There you go. <laughs> Operation slipper child. Yeah. Sir, I want to buy these Probably get sued for copyright infringement for saying that. For my mom, <laughs> please. <laughs> All right, y'all. Man, that was a great episode. That it was, was so, so much fun. fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I can't tell, um, you know, being a little partial, I liked mine, but <laughs> um, it was so fun to hear. Uh, hear everyone's rants of uh their you know their least yeah, favorite think, thing about christmas i think i think it was very cathartic for all of us <laughs> to get <laughs> to get some of that off our chests so yeah. yeah very much yeah well thanks for listening everybody as always um if you're interested in all of the content that we are creating and curating for the accidental tomatoes community you can find us online at accidentaltomatoes.com and across the social media world we are at accidental tomatoes if you have ideas uh for future topics um that, that maybe aren't quite as snarky as this one was but maybe they are i don't know uh, yeah um you know reach out to us on social media or you can send us an email at accidental tomatoes at gmail.com and as always if if you are um touched and moved by the content um that that you get from the accidental tomatoes podcast and website uh we would invite you to um, partner with us through Patreon. Just go to accidental or patreon.com slash accidental tomatoes to learn more. So until next time, keep growing outside the fences and join us again for another episode of the Accidental Tomatoes podcast and have yourself a very snarky Christmas. <laughs> what do you hate? What do you hate? What's the one thing you hate about Christmas? This has been a special Christmas edition of the Accidental Tomatoes Podcast.